0: Welcome to the Therapist to Coach podcast. I'm Sachiko Cohen, a life coach and a former therapist. What if coaching is not a watered-down version of therapy and you can make a deeper impact on your clients' lives through coaching? And what if you have everything you need to become a successful coach today? I'm here to help you to become a badass coach to create the lifestyle and income you deserve listen on to find out how hello my friends i'm super excited today to share the training i did in facebook group the other day this is about self-coaching model this was created by brooke castillo and she is an amazing life coach. She's been coaching for many years, over 10 years. And she is a very super successful coach. And that was actually her podcast was the first introduction to coaching for me. Uh, my friend actually found her podcast and she told me I should listen to it. And ever since then... um. I've been listening to her and I've been um, part of her um, coaching program and it just changed my life. So literally, this is a life-changing model that you cannot miss. I'm going to teach you um, in this recording and I'm going to talk about how our brain works, our human brain and we need to understand that first before we go into the model but once you learn this model you can literally coach yourself every single day to create the any results you want in your life this is exactly the the answer the model the formula of of all of us human beings that you know once we crack this code of how our brain works and how we can actually get a hold of, you know, be in control of our consciousness and our thoughts. Definitely that's how you create results. You create desirable feelings or actions to create results. So enjoy my training. This is a recording from... Um, Facebook group. So I don't have the PowerPoints that I'm showing in the recording uh, on pa- podcast, but hopefully you can get everything. Um, it's in there because everything is a gem. <laughs> okay, enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the pop up training of self coaching model. I'm super excited today to talk about this because. This is the model that I use every single day, and this is the model I use with my clients and seeing so many transformations. So I really wanted to share this with you and those of you who um, might not have any sort of uh, particular tools or model um, for your coaching or you are trying to start coaching but you don't know what to use um, this is definitely something you can um, use even if you have already something um, under your belt um, to use this is something really comes in handy um, for your clients and for yourself because as a coach really we're going through transformations and breakthroughs every single day ourselves um, and that's how we lead and how, that's how we uh, speak to our clients to get um, their trust and their buy-ins to, to really, you know, uh, work on themselves, our self-development in order to transform our lives. So I'm super excited. It's called Self-Coaching Model, Transform Your Life and Your Client's Life. So let's begin. Um, So let me introduce myself. My name is Sachiko Cohen. I am a life coach. Um, I used to be a therapist. I was licensed about 15 years ago as a licensed marriage and family therapist in California. But I discovered coaching about three years ago and fell in love, love, love with it um, ever since. And I have now my own coaching business, and I don't practice therapy anymore. I used to have a private practice. I also um, worked at different uh, mental health agencies, nonprofits, um, and I used to see clients. I also worked for um, as a contractor. I worked for online therapy platform uh, for a little while as well, uh, but. Currently, I don't see any therapy clients. I only see coaching clients and I love it. I am a mother of two kids. I have five-year-old and seven-year-old and uh, I've been married for 16 years. I'm originally from Japan, so you can hear my accent. Um, And um, actually I moved to Switzerland when I was 15 and then came to the U.S. when I was 19 all by myself. All my family's um, family members are back in Japan and I came here all by myself and went to college and I stayed um, ever since in LA area. So this is a, a CBT-based model. However, this is super simplified Version of it, but it's so powerful because when things are so complicated, especially when we're talking about our brain and, um, you know, thoughts and all that stuff, when it gets complicated, our brain shuts down. So, this is so perfect for us as a clinician who understands a lot of clinical terms and a lot of um, complicated, you know, uh, labels and language. It's really good for us as well as our client because this is um, something um, very simple to understand and visualize. So, um, so much so that you know you can use it every single day. Like I said, I use this every single day, literally, to transform my life. Um, so, I'm going to talk about the model. However, uh, in order for me to explain, you order for you to really understand how the model works and um, the value of it, I I have to talk a little bit about our brain. So let's begin with our brain. How do I change this slide? Oh, here you go. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out this technology. So in our human brain, we have lizard brain and human brain. The lizard brain, as you might already know, is the primitive part of our brain and always worry about survival, danger, and procreation, right? That's the survival part. That's the um, instincts and innate, um, the animal part of our brain. And that's um, the red part um, in the picture. And the blue part is we. Call it human brain, where um, all the logic and rational thinking and imagination uh, lives. And every human have invented, you know, everything that was invented in this world, pretty much, you know, including, of course, computers and phones and technology, but also airplanes, cars, even a chair, right? Because back in the cave and time, they didn't have chairs. Someone invented a chair. And um, so everything actually got invented by human beings by their imagination. Those things didn't exist before it got invented. And where did it come from? Well, people imagined it, people thought about it, right? So those um, Wright brothers who invented or who flew, for the first time or invented planes they imagined us flying and and they were able to create and invent airplane right so in order to make your dream come true you need to be able to dream I kind of got into time tangent here but yes the imagination is such a important thing that we could do because of our brain our blue part of the human brain um so that's what that part does and however when the lizard brain is activated and um that lizard brain of survival right survival part gets activated of course these things happen fight or flight we heard about it all the time. But also freeze was um, added to it as a third response. But I think recently, I don't know how recent it is, but fawn was added. So a lot of us or some of us have never heard of fawn. This is the most, uh, this is the newest um, concept that was added to these um, survival let me move my own picture um survival instincts um and responses especially for trauma responses these four things are talked about so take a look at these things so there are positive characteristics of these of course these four responses for example fight um if you are Your go-to, number one go-to response is fight, then you can be assertive, you have boundaries, you have courage, and you're in leadership position, you know, most likely. But the um, kind of a detrimental characteristics of the fight is you can be explosive, right, or you can feel entitlement or type A, so like go, 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 right? And it could be aggressive, Um, and you could be a bully. And fight and flight, flight, um, the positive characteristics is you can disengage when there's some conflicts or fights going on Um, or you can really persevere right and the negative part of it is um let's see what does it say over worrying like you worry so much like all the time (laughs) or you can be a workaholic you kind of like retreat and avoid and Kind of like uh, run away to the cave which is maybe working so um you're gonna be workaholic what's next freeze okay so positive characteristic characteristics for freezing is um actually you have acute awareness and have mindfulness and um you can be um, you can be at peace because you're kind of like you know um, dissociated with the conflicts or issues or danger, and you can be you can be these things. However, the detrimental characteristics can be. Um, yeah, I like this one. Um, couch potato. So you can be a couch potato because you can't do anything you are like kind of frozen so you can be just watching Netflix and um, eating cookies <laughs> or not going out and really facing the, the con- uh, conflicts or the issues. Fawn that's actually my go-to that's um, kind of like my first response um, the positive characteristics can be, um, you're, um, you're good at compromising, and you're good at listening, and you're very fair. You can be very fair. Um, however, the detrimental um, characteristics can be, really like kind of, you know, you become a yes man or yes woman, um, that you kind of comply you um you avoid saying no um so you can have loss of yourself you can be a doormat (laughs) so that these are the responses that when the lizard brain gets activated and when does it get activated it's pretty much all day long all the freaking time because our we are social animal. We and we interact with people pretty much nonstop, right? E- either face to face or online or even on the social media. You're interacting with people, and every time we feel threat. So the, our lizard brain actually feels threat of maybe you know someone judging you or. Uh, someone not liking you, or uh, there's a conflict, definitely that's when the lizard brain gets activated and um, you go into those four reactive responses. So the interesting part is when you perceive, so meaning your brain perceives it as a threat, or fear, or danger, or stress, and that could be all the time. So let me ask you a question. Um, What if your friend said, you post a lot on Facebook? What is your thought? What is your reaction to that? What would you think? What would you feel? Would you feel happy, maybe? That, oh, she's noticing about my post, she's reading. I'm so happy. (laughs) That's like a positive response to it, right? or you can feel neutral like okay yeah i do post a lot on facebook and there's no good or bad or you know no strong reaction to it or you can feel judged and feel bad about it for example you might think oh no do i do i post too much people noticing that i'm kind of like you know showing up and taking up space too much and that's kind of like a thought that will bring you know the feeling of being judged or scared or and then how does that lead to your action maybe most likely you're gonna reduce posting or you're gonna stop posting so how you think and how you uh feel definitely impacts your action what you're gonna do um, based on how you so so these three different reactions um each one of you can have a different reactions so then that can lead to action and our brain wants to conserve energy because that you know again our brain is there to to for survival right so we need to conserve energy. So builds it builds automatic pathways, neural connections, so that you don't have to always thinking and um making decisions and even just to move your mouth while you're chewing and while you're walking, right? <laughs> it's a lot of thoughts that needs to happen in your brain, but it becomes automatic. An average person has 60,000 thoughts a day. And most of them are not conscious thoughts. And the thoughts that you think over and over and over becomes belief, right? And automatic thoughts that you don't even think about or you don't even know that's there. And then your automatic reaction To hear a fear and threats like your brain uh, your lizard brain um, responds to when uh, when it detects or perceives fear or a danger it becomes automatic and you don't even recognize that's what's happening the path in your brain is so deep like the water that goes through the Grand Canyon right so when it rains Definitely, there's no other place to go than go down that path, of water path of you know stream or river, because it's so deep, and it's kind of like that, you know, automatic um, thought response um, is very um, very ingrained and it's automatic, and so that's why then the thought creates these responses um, that we talked about. So, So let's talk about why that's so important to know. Because if everything is automatic and under your consciousness, you're engaged in some detrimental characteristics of the the lizard brain responses without consciously choosing that so for example going back to that example of uh, the comments about your facebook post imagine if that's what you're doing with your marketing or your business and if you don't know why you're dreading to post on your Facebook, because um, you're trying to post and you're trying to market yourself and you're trying to come up with content and, and really you're having a hard time, what results is that going to create? Well, if you're not posting as much and you're not showing up and you're not you know, giving value um, to your people who really need your help, then most likely, you're not going to get clients, right? That's the result. But what if the underlining thoughts and feelings that was driving you not to post, or hesitant to post, or dreading? was because what you thought of the comment you just received from your friend last week. Remember, there were three responses I talked about, like some positive response, neutral response, and the negative response. And what if you made it mean, like um, maybe I'm posting too much, I they might think I'm too pushy, or they think I'm annoying, I'm annoying them or that actually I had that thought when I first started marketing myself and my coach told me you're like like you're not annoying people enough because because at the time I was just like posting a couple times a week and you're not even annoying people enough you have to your goal will be annoying hundred more people I'm like oh I should be actually annoying people I mean of course I'm not gonna be deliberately annoying people but that really kind of unlocks my own brain about the thought I had I am annoying people I am bothering people I am taking up everybody else's space. To so like oh that's part of it it's okay to annoy people because people who are annoyed are not your clients are not your ideal people you're they're not you know they're not gonna come and and um needing or wanting your service so it's okay to annoy them you're not gonna die so again going back to the survival instinct where when we get when we get negative quote unquote because that's what i made it mean But maybe someone else might not think, right? Like the same way about the comment, but I made it mean that I'm annoying people and then people don't like me. Then our brain really goes to that survival mode, right? And I want to people please. That's my phone characteristics. One of the characteristics is to people please. So, okay, I should. back down or you know lower my um, frequency or I don't know like I I'm gonna just reduce I feel bad uh, making people uncomfortable even if that was not what that person meant when she or he said you post a lot (laughs) right so because our brain really scared are scared of social isolation. That's because, like I said, we are social animals. So if we get um, what you call it, I don't know the term, but if, you know, back in time when we were uh, very prim- primitive, um, if you, if people don't like you, that's it, you're dead. You don't get food. You don't, you don't get protection. You're dead. So that's why our brain freaks out. So I have a good news for you because the number one, good news number one, is this notion of neuroplasticity that you have heard of, I'm sure. But uh, the brain continually reorganizes itself by forming new neural connections, neural pathways throughout life. fairly new concept up until a few decades ago, I think, um we all thought, and even the science thought, our brain just gets old. And once we become adult and you know our brain matures, it only goes downhill. <laughs> it will not um improve or reorganize or learn or um uh connect to different pathways. That was really what was believed back then, but all the sciences, science uh, research shows now that it's known that our brain is moldable throughout our life. That means until you die, you can rewire our brain. So that's good news, number one and how to create new neural pathways is definitely these three things. Very simple things. Try new things, fail at it many many times and try again. Like it's kind of like a baby learning how to walk right or um, my son is trying to um, learn how to ride a bike Um, but you even you learn it in a book or maybe watching video, how to walk <laughs> if you're a baby, and, uh, or how to ride a bike. You wouldn't learn by just watching the video or learning in, in the book. You have to try, you have to try it over and over and over and you fall down and fall down and you get hurt and you cry and you get frustrated. Like my son was so frustrated. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> but um you need to do over and over and over until your brain really what wi- rewires because there's a wiring already going on before, meaning before you started walking, you were crawling. So you're comfortable with crawling. But you had to change the the um what you call it physiology 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 of your brain, the rewiring of the pathways, to be able to stand up upright and moving and coordinating your legs and feet and everything and imbalance to walk, right? So anything um, is like that, right? The behavior becomes, you know, new normal after uh repetitions after repetition so any new skills that you build um, has to go through this so that means failing is a requirement you cannot learn or i guess you can learn intellectually how to do it uh without failing but in order to actually implement it without, uh, for, for you to be able to do it and become that person, become the person who walks. So, like, imagine we're adults and now we're walking for many years, right? Imagine crawling instead, right now. It hurts. <laughs> I don't know how babies do it. <laughs> it hurts, right? Your knees and your hands, and like, you can't really walk, and I mean, you can't really move. It's Really difficult. And that's because your neural pathway changed and you became the person who walks instead of who crawls. Yeah. So the next one is actually the good news number two, which is, yay, we're going to go into the self coaching model finally. But the good news is, we do have the human brain. We sometimes forget that, or all the time we forget that because we let. The lizard brain take take over, a lot of a lot of times, way more you know percentage of the time than you think. A lot of a lot of the times, we are letting that lizard brain run your show, run your life, and we always have to remind ourselves that we have that human brain, that blue part, that's really you know. creative imaginative you know rational and all that right that's the thinking brain and yeah and we have um 100 capacity to build imaginations and create ideas and implement those things and problem solve to achieve something extraordinary and we forget that we forget that we have that capacity and guess what our lizard brain always gets in the way yeah so not only we forget but the lizard brain just comes in and almost like hijacks your your brain so that's why this self-coaching model is so important this will bring awareness and you can be in control of your brain and your thoughts so First step is definitely using the self-coaching model to create awareness or build awareness what your lizard brain is doing. And in order to create better and better serving thoughts and actions and results, you have to bring your brain back to human brain. It's almost like walking, um, alongside with this toddler who goes crazy and like runs and like <laughs> disappears into the into the like in the store or something, and you have to chase them and then kind of bring them back or her back, and like it's okay, we can you know we're okay, we're safe, we're not dying because our lizard brain goes, ah, we're gonna die, definitely like every single day. If you really listen to it, that's what's happening. So let's go into the model. So here it is. It's called a self coach model, a thought model that was developed by Brooke Castillo. She's a life coach and she studied so many um, self development gurus out there, Tony Robbins, um, Byron Katie, and many, many, many other uh, big um, self development Gurus and experts, and she like this is like about. I think she said over ten years ago she started life coaching. Back when life coaching like nobody knew what that was, but she came up with this concept, this model, thought model, and she's been using this for last ten or over ten years, and she's she's super successful, but. Successful in the in the in the sense that she's making tons of money, she's making multiple, multiple millions of dollars, but also she's changing people's lives, transforming lots of people's lives. And I was part of her. Um, her um, I, I, I learned this from her, and she was part of my mentor. Mentorship, and uh, really, this is um, even though this is something that I was kind of familiar with as a therapist. I, you know, I learned CBT um, as part of my training, and and I use CBT model all the time with my clients. And yet, this was like revolutionary. I don't know why it clicked um, so much with with my brain, but how she put this together really um made sense to me and when nice and not only that when i started using it it blew my mind because it really works so um let's talk about this so the circumstance let me move my stuff around so i can see better um Sorry about that, okay. Okay, so C is circumstance. So whatever happens in the world that we cannot control is circumstance. So that includes um, everything and anything that um, other people do or don't do because you cannot control uh, other people. Even though we always want to. <laughs> so, um, everything that other people do or don't do is in circumstance or something that happens in the world, like natural disasters, COVID, you know, uh, virus, and everything to pandemic out of our control. So, it's in sea line, the circumstance. It also includes everything that happened in the past because everything that happened in the past you cannot change unless you uh, invent a time machine or something like that right so that's circumstance and the next line is thoughts so that's t line t is what happens in your mind the sentences that go through in your mind either you're aware of them or not aware of them like i said We have 60,000 thoughts a day. Some of them you're aware, a lot of them you're not aware. So when the circumstance happens outside of you, you have a sentence in your mind, whether under consciousness or above consciousness, you have a thought, the language um, in your brain that triggers Feelings inside of you. So the feeling is vibrations in your body. So feelings can be anything. We therapists know a lot of these different feelings: um, frustration, anger, sadness, happiness, um, peacefulness, uh, overwhelmed. Um, what is what else? There, there are so many, right? Um, grief and um devastation and ecstatic and um joy and all that stuff all those things are actually vibration the energy in your body that's why you can actually when you some of you maybe already know and do this with your clients and you know in your clinical work to locate where your feelings are in your body. Um, and how it really feels because each emotion, each being has different type of vibration, either fast, you know, uh, vibration or very slow or heavy or light or big or small. All those things. Um, So then the feelings is the drive for us to do anything or not do anything. So in order for us to avoid feeling bad or feeling whatever, like anger, you act a certain way or not act, right? Um, And in order to feel good, you act a certain way, and you don't act so you know other ways too. So, like for example, if you want to feel good because you are stressed out and uh, you had a hard uh, you know hard day, difficult day, and you want to feel good because you're currently feeling exhausted and um, stressed or something, then you might take action of eating cookies or drinking wine or something like that right so action is always driven by how you're feeling and then results in your life what you have right now so for example this this example of eating cookies and drinking wine you know the result of it could be gaining weight right? Or feeling crappy physically like you're you're you know you don't feel good physically that's the results in your life right now you created all that from the thought you had and the feeling that was triggered and the actions that you took or didn't take uh, resulted in certain things that's how everything everything In this world, in this life, works that way. Um, So there's an arrow line going up to the thought from the results. You can really see the evidence um, connect the result to the thoughts. I'm gonna show you how that looks like. Next one. All right, so this is an example. So let's say you were out, um, this is maybe after pandemic, <laughs> but um, when you're when you're meeting with your friend uh, for lunch or something, let's say the circumstance is that she did not show up on time. She came late, right? And let's say your thought about it was like, oh sorry, that was wrong one. I'm gonna go back to this one. So um, she did not show up on time and then your your thought about it was she does not respect you. Right? Let's say you thought that. Then you feel angry and frustrated, right? Then maybe you act passive aggressively or make some remarks or not paying attention because you were bothered or you were a little frustrated and not focused on her. Um, during lunch, uh, when you're having lunch with her. And the result of it, oh, let me move my self, self up here. The result of it is really I become a less respectworthy person around her because you're ignoring, you're being a little nasty about it, right? All from your thought about, she does not respect me and that triggered the feelings and actions so then the result actually is the evidence of your thought right so your thought really connects to your result so i already show you the next slide (laughs) but this is the alternative choice you have so she did not show up on time she came late what if you thought oh my gosh I'm just happy to see her because I have yeah this is perfect right like I haven't seen her for months and I just love to see her I don't care if she's late or not but yeah and I'm so happy to see her then you feel relaxed and curious about like oh what happened you know maybe she um she was you know she had a hard time getting here maybe she got lost Was she okay or maybe she had um, something happened, you know, before she left. So you become curious. Um, and then act kind and understanding, And that will, you know, lead to you having happy, peaceful connecting time with her great touch. Right? So then that really um, is the evidence of your thought. So your thought actually creates the results even though so you can kind of see so this is kind of similar to law of attraction concept but not quite but you can really see the the mechanics of how it happens, thought, feeling, actions and results. So even though the circumstance is the same depending on what you think of about that circumstance totally different outcome, totally different results. And what you can do is plug in different things. So for example, uh, what I do, so I use it every single day. And let's say if I wake up very anxious, it happens to me all the time because I'm an anxious person and I have anxiety, but how I really like manage it and doesn't impact my life at all, or sometimes it does, but I manage it, is I put anxious in the feeling, my F line. And I don't know why I'm feeling anxious, especially if I don't explore it, if I am just feeling anxious. Like, let's say, so if you, if you put anxious in F line, what would I do when I'm anxious? I procrastinate. I worry about a lot of different things. I spend in my head because I'm anxious. And um, maybe sometimes I try, yeah, I even try to do meditation or different things to kind of combat my anxiety. But then the result is always, you know, some sort of, um, I don't get to, I, I don't get things done. And i get even more anxious so look at the the t line thought line what was what was there and when i think about it my thought about i don't have enough time i don't have enough time to get everything done and that made me anxious in the morning but then the action that created from that anxiety the place of anxiety or feeling anxious was like spin and and then the result is like you don't you don't have time even more so because i'm spinning and i'm like kind of panicking then yep it that's the evidence of my thought so how i use it is like in the morning if i can name my feelings or not in the not it doesn't have to be in the morning but anytime you can name the I plug it in and I investigate. What is my thought that's creating this energy inside of me? And really pay attention to the vibration you have in your body and ah, and locate it. And once you locate it, pretty much 90% of the job is done. The awareness will really help you free up with that thought because. Once you know you're thinking that thought to create the feeling and to create the results that you don't want, right, then it's really up to you to whether you want to keep thinking the thought or let that thought go and maybe create completely different um, thought that creates different vibration in your body. So that's one way of using that uh, another way of using that like there like you can start from anywhere uh, c t f a r any line to start so for example if you have money goals so like let's say i want to make 100k this year you put that in our line as a result because you know result i want to make 100k Then you go back up each line to fill those out and really be specific. In order to make 100k this year, what do I need to do? And you list whole, you know, all of your ideas, even things you might not know if it's gonna work. You just list everything there. And how do I need to feel to accomplish? right or you can do other way you can put 100k this year in the C line right like let's say that's just kind of like a topic you you want to explore 100k this year and you can examine what your thoughts around it like if your thought is there's no way i can make 100k then you feel discouraged or disappointed or unmotivated or you know all those things so then action is that you're not going to create you're not going to do work for it then result is no 100k and then it it does really prove that your thought created the results right so you can use many ways and that's What I wanted to tell you that this model really helped me transform my life because um, I used this model to overcome my grief and rebuild my life after my mother died after three months of diagnosis. It was very sudden and it was very um, difficult time for me and this model really helped me. by the way, um, going back to the model, the C, like let's say if I put my mom's death in C, it doesn't necessarily have to be positive underneath. Like I can choose to feel bad. I, I actually chose uh, to feel sad and all kinds of, you know, feelings. And that was my choice, right? But the one, like, so I was exploring a lot of different feelings I was having about my mom's death. But one thing that was not serving me at all, it it, it got me into depression. It got me into this, uh, like, feeling of I, I don't care anymore. I don't, you know, um, yeah, I, I was at loss back then. Uh, this was like, yeah. She, she passed away five years ago, but like it builds up for, for a year or so. But anyways, um, one thought, no, no, one feeling that I identified that wasn't serving me at all and I didn't even know I was feeling consciously was guilt. So the guilt and regret. And that was haunting me. And that was destroying me and, and actually my life and my, my my kids were very little and my marriage, my family life, all that was negatively impacted by that feeling of guilt and, and regret. Um, so when I addressed that and changed my thought around it, that's when everything started changing. And, um, definitely I turned 180 degree my my life with that so uh, I use that model to do that and um, have much less arguments and almost none (laughs) with my husband uh, with the model because this model can work for anything work for your life your marriage your relationships your parenting everything so yeah and use I started my own coaching business and letting go of therapy that was very very difficult for me right I mean all of us worked so hard so freaking hard to get licensed and to get to this place and build our own practice or build our skill set to be a good clinician and to let that go or you know um, yeah was at first like scary. I don't know how to even explain. Ooh, I was scared shitless to do that, but definitely I'm super happy on the other side of it now. Um, that I would not uh, trade that with anything else. So I love being a coach. I love having my coaching business, and. I love seeing my clients and everybody else, um, having transformation, uh, because of, because of coaching and because of this model. And I'm definitely passionate about it. So yeah, so this, um, helped me really transition from therapist to coach and yeah less screaming at my kids and more fun spending time with them even during covid (laughs) time and oh overcoming my fear of public speaking this is huge because i was i thought i was super shy i kind of decided to think that i am shy person for about 40 years so um i got coached uh, by one of the coaches um, I worked with and she was like no you don't have to be like you are choosing to leave that I'm like what no that's the truth I'm a shy person I used to avoid speaking up anywhere everywhere even in group supervision or any type of meeting I spoke last <laughs> because oh, well I'm, I'm not going to go into my thought process um, per se but yeah I had all those thoughts that created that, that belief that I'm a shy person and now with this model I I am speaking up I am showing up everywhere and teaching this and I actually taught this um, this model as part of the uh, presentation and training in Hawaii conference Um, in front of hundreds of people um, last year. So I got to go to Hawaii and, um, you know, present in front of people about this model and other things. So, yeah, and and I'm doing Facebook Lives and all that. It was, you know, it is really um, the management of my mind with this model. It helped me. Um, and definitely financial freedom you know we have now we weekend house in the mountain we love to ski so in the winter we go to ski every other week um, as a family in fact um, my kids are five and seven but they started skiing um, very early so so they're like actually getting better than me, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and so I love uh, spending our time in the mountains, and and love to, um, you know, move to the beach as well. But uh, that's my goal, you know, my future goal, and definitely this model really helped me to do that. And not only my myself, but my clients. So. Um, One of my clients started her business, hired five staff and got 50 students within six months of her business. She was a stay-at-home mom before this and she wanted to start a business, a tutoring business and She never had experience running a business, and she hired me, and we've been working over almost a year now, but uh, within the six months, she created that, and she um, actually met and, um, uh, what you call it, um, went beyond her goal, um, she set herself, so that's one of my clients. Um, And um, another client, Works for a corporate, and she's in the in the executive leadership uh, team. And she was able to build her leadership skills through uh, coaching with me. And um, she, her team, and herself were able to raise millions of dollars during this COVID nineteen to really help the medical workers and essential workers as well during this time and um another person made a probable decision to change her career to make her big bold dream come true her dream is to move to another country and start a, a nonprofit uh, organization to support and help women and um, children who are uh, victim of domestic violence or any type of violence so this is her um, dream and um with my coaching, she was able to make that helpful decision. Um, another one it has found Mr. Right after years of searching, and uh, she was able to um, create very healthy and fulfilling relationship. Um, another client was able to realize what's most important to her, and she said, fuck this, to her current job, which demanding and really really kind of difficult and she wasn't able to say goodbye and she without you know any apology or feeling guilt because she had all those thoughts in her head about quitting and about um this major decision in her life so she was able to do that and she's creating the life she loves right the life that she before i talked to her she didn't even know this was exactly what she wanted, but I you know, was able to help her to really dig deeper and be true to herself. What does she really want? And that's what happened um, with her. And the last one is, um, um, oh yeah, so this person no longer uh, was afraid of rejection because she was making the, Communication and interaction with her husband mean something which was rejection, and actually, you know, she was able to use this model to really overcome that belief and she, she saved the marriage. She's happy married, and um, yeah, so these are the amazing, amazing work that uh, some of my clients. Um, have done. And um, I have a lot more examples. And also, I have a lot of coach friends who are all kinds of different type of coaches, you know, health, wellness coaches, weight loss coaches. I have, uh, I I know a um, a relationship coach, marriage coach. I know, oh, I also know a divorce coach. I know a sex and intimacy coach, I know post business coaching, all that stuff. So definitely coaching using this model is super effective and you will be able to be successful. So what I usually offer um, right now with, with my coaching is six month program. Um, I help therapists become an elite, successful, profitable coach. So I definitely address and help develop these three mindsets. Um, CEO mindset, coach mindset instead of therapist, and a sales executive mindset. Um, As a therapist, even though we might have practice or have owned a business in a way like self-employed self, self but a lot of our mindset is employee mindset where uh, we wait for permission instructions we have a lot of regulations and we have you know licensing board to tell us to do or what we can't do um, in coaching there's freedom from that you can clients from all over the world um, you don't even have to have a certification to start coaching but definitely the freedom comes with responsibility and um, a lot of us uh, when we transition to coaching we look for because we're so used to again going back to our brain we are wired to wait for permission <laughs> we're wired to be told what to do or what we can't do and if we don't switch and develop the CEO mindset where uh you make powerful decisions on your own and you implement those decisions and you use data to evaluate so that you can um, improve every single day and not be afraid to fail like i mentioned about maybe learning to walk and stuff like me as a CEO knows, that's the way, right? And that's the only way actually to su- succeed. Um, but we're so used to being in the employee mindset, so we sometimes forget, and uh, there's a brain again, hijacks your brain, your mind, and really pull you back. And, and you know, definitely, what I hate to see is those who um don't know this model or don't work with me or any other coaches to really get through those difficult challenging moments and right there are so many people give up on their dreams and um you know on the journey of creating business uh, coaching business and Yeah, and I really want to succeed. I really want you to grow and be successful because I truly believe that coaching changes the world, actually. Changes people's lives and hence changes the world. And I really think uh, we are doing the important work Um, and definitely I would love to see you um, doing this with me. So definitely reach out to me, private message me for free consultation. That's when we're going to talk about how this works, how, you know, working with me would look like, but also really, you know, look at where you're at right now, where you want to go, what kind of business you want to create, uh, what kind of uh, challenges you have right now. and. Go from there step by step to really get to where you want to be, and I will be there for you and with you for um, six months um, at a time. And so, yeah, please message me if you have any questions uh, about my package, my uh, program, or anything about this training. Please, please feel free to message me and ask any questions. Okay? It was fun um, talking about the model and our brain. And I'm gonna definitely continue talking about this. hopefully you can use this on your daily life. Um, like I said, I use it every single day. And just, I write those down. And writing down on your journal, on your paper, on your paper, It's very different from just thinking about it just thinking about it still stays in your brain and you really need to take those thoughts out of your head onto your paper and you need to be able to read it and see it um, outside of your brain so when you do this work i strongly recommend to do that on a paper or computer or, or whatever but outside of your brain all right I'm thinking about maybe having follow-up trainings or more in-depth trainings on this too, how to implement it or how to apply it and stuff like that. So if you have any questions or thoughts or feedback, definitely let me know. Thank you, I'll see you in the Facebook group. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to geek out on coaching and amazing lifestyle and businesses we are building, come and join my Facebook group called The Therapist to Coach. And if you're really curious to find out what your first steps are to start getting coaching clients, contact me at hello at satchikocohen.com. H-E-L-L-O at S A C H I K O C O H E N dot com. We can set up a free consultation call and find out exactly what your next steps are.